Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Munson Med Talks. I'm Laura Glenn. I'm Christine Nefsi. I'm Joe Santangelo. We hope this podcast brings value to your daily practice and keeps you updated on what's new at Munson Healthcare. Please subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. Thanks and enjoy. Welcome. This is your host, Laura Glenn, and today we're going to discuss the Great Place to Practice survey in the East region of Munson Healthcare. Our guests for today's episode are Dr. Aditya Naravetla, who is a hospitalist with sound, as well as our chief medical officer at our Grayling Hospital. And then we also have Tanya Smith, who is the president of Munson Healthcare's community hospitals, as well as system integration. I want to just welcome both of you, Dr. Naravetla and Tanya. Thank you for joining us. So I'd like to start out, Tanya, with just tell us a little bit more about the Munson Healthcare Great Place to Practice survey as a tool, how we use it, so that we all have an understanding of the Great Place to Practice survey. Great. Thanks so much, Laura. I'm so happy to be here today. The Great Place to Practice survey is a survey that's intended to be done annually with all of our providers across Munson Healthcare. It includes our physicians, our um, advanced practice providers, and others on our medical staff really intending to get their feedback on how things are going overall in the system. In years past, we've done the survey uh, that was really long, took a while for folks to perform and answer the survey. And this year, uh, with all that's gone on with COVID, we thought it was really in the best interest of good participation from everyone to shorten the survey and really focus on four questions that we really wanted feedback from our providers across the system to give to us. So the four questions were really around communication from our clinical leadership across the health system and whether or not that was meeting the needs of our providers. The second question was really focused around administration and those leaders and how we communicate with our providers. The third question was really focused on the impression of our providers on the future success of Munson Healthcare and how we're positioned um, for that success into the future. And the fourth question was whether or not the provider would recommend that a friend or a relative receive care at their hospital. So those were the four questions that we really felt were most meaningful to get feedback from our providers this year. And we're going to focus our plans that you'll hear about in this um, session today with how we're approaching that work, learning from the feedback we've received, and what it means going forward for months in healthcare. All right. Thank you, Tanya. I would add that in addition to those four questions, we do also um, have an opportunity for providers to give comments. And so it's a free text feedback. And we certainly take those comments very seriously. We read through all of them multiple times and try to develop key themes that can also help us um, as we work through our action planning process. So those comments are, are very important components of the survey. So now, uh, Dr. Narvetla, I'd like to get your perspective on why providers should take the survey and what exactly we do with the results. Firstly, thank you for having me. Yeah. And, you know, just picking up where you left off, uh, you know, we do take these surveys, you know, quite seriously. And we've (laughs) read through every single comment. You know, going back to why should the providers take the survey, you know, I would say there's this constant drive and motivation to generate value to our providers, value that would directly and indirectly impact their satisfaction, 
their effectiveness in carrying out the day-to-day tasks, which you know ultimately leads to you know how do they deliver the care? How does it affect the patient? So healthcare's got a lot of disruption going on. I mean, it's not new news. It's not going to stop. It's going to keep, uh, that's going to be the constant. Change is going to be constant. And if you add the pandemic on top of that, the amount of disruption that we've seen that has, you know, affected our providers is, yeah, it's it's huge. It's big. And this is, you know, a key tool that we, you know, leverage to assess, you know, what processes, protocols, structures that we've put in, that we focused on, you know, have they been effective and again, generating value to our providers. And what do we need to recalibrate? How do we need to adjust, you know, what we've done? Uh, and what is our focus, you know, going into the future, uh, taking out those questions and their comments? So again, uh, and to top it off, it's anonymous. So why would you not take an anonymous survey that helps you? So all positives. Right. Thank you. And clearly taking that important feedback and then, as you indicated, developing plans to really improve Munson Healthcare as a great place to practice is key as we move forward. And so, Tanya, do you want to tell us a little bit about how we are approaching action planning through our regional work groups this go around and how that might be different than how we approached action planning in the past? Yeah, for sure. One of the things that we've been working towards within Munson Healthcare as we've really started to learn how to be a system is really thinking regionally in addition to how we work together as a system. And so we've focused our efforts in our South region and our East region, and then of course within the Traverse City region itself. And as we've done that work, we've really gotten our hospitals within those regions. And today we're talking about our East region, which is Charlevoix, Grayling and Otsego Memorial Hospitals. And those three hospitals over this last year has really started working more closely together and aligning leadership structures and sharing more providers across the three hospitals and having conversations that we haven't had before. That is different than how we've done our work in general in prior years. And so as we were thinking about the results of the great place to practice survey this time, it just made sense to apply that same philosophy on how we're doing our work overall to how we approach the great place to practice survey results, the feedback that we've received from our providers, and that collective team that together can approach the work. In years past, we would have done uh, hospital-specific plans around the results. We would have all been reading the feedback and coming up with what are we going to do about it with our chief medical officers and that team. And we probably wouldn't have taken a step back to say, I wonder if I have the same things on my list that the hospital next door in the Munson Healthcare System has on theirs. And how might we might learn from each other and develop plans together and support each other through the work. So this time around, um, thanks to you, Laura, for your support in this work and Dr. Christine Nefsi, our chief medical officer for the health system coming together, um, really looking at the results and understanding that together with our teams, we could make a big difference for our providers in each of our regions and in total once in healthcare. So this this year, uh, we're coming together with the teams that represent all of the provider network part of Munson Healthcare and all of our clinics and practices, the three hospitals within that region, bringing together clinical leaders like our chief nursing officers, our chief medical officers, and all of those teams together to really learn from each other. Where do we have common feedback 
Where do we have common struggles? And where might one hospital be outperforming another? And what lessons can we learn from that? And so together, instead of duplicating work, we'll have one plan, supporting each other through it, driving progress together as a team, and then learning from each other as we go. So that's our plan for this year. We're doing it in the East region. We're doing it in the South region. And I'm really encouraged uh, by the work that we're doing together this time. Thank you, Tanya. And just of note for our listeners, we are in the summer of 2021. Um, And so our plan typically is to do the Great Place to Practice survey, you had mentioned, Tanya, on an annual basis. And so we really see this action planning and resurveying process as something that is continual. So um, we'll be working on our action plans, you know, from now throughout the year uh, with a plan then to resurvey sometime, you know, next spring and see what progress we're making um, as it relates to those uh, specific action plans. So this really is an ongoing annual process where we're seeking to continue to improve Munson Healthcare as a great place to practice for our providers. Uh, Dr. Nervatla, I want to turn it back to you uh, to share just some of the findings in the East region. So what did we learn from the Great Place to Practice survey in the East region, maybe a key theme, and how we're approaching uh, some opportunities for improvement based on the findings of the survey? Thank you. The survey this time around was very focused on four questions. Communication was a big piece uh, of the survey uh, in picking up feedback. And also, you know, how does the provider perceive Munson Healthcare positioning itself for the future? Can you feel comfortable in the steps being taken towards delivery of health? Uh, in healthcare for the needs of Northern Michigan? And also, do you feel comfortable with a friend or family receiving care uh, at your hospital or within your clinical setting? Some opportunities have evolved and presented itself through the survey. Communication is always, you know, in my opinion, it's a moving target. Uh, It's what we think we are effectively communicating to what the provider feels or perceives is uh, pertinent communication. And we've had, you know, many, uh, you know, facets of communication that have evolved through COVID, the Compass, uh, the MedStaff News. We have podcasts now I've listened to. I find, you know, a lot of valuable information that I get, which are focused topics that are discussed through the podcast. And we've had provider forums uh, that have discussed, you know, pertinent, relevant information when you have change that is outpacing anything that we've seen from clinical practice to diagnostics to, you know, supply chain that affects your day-to-day practice. You know, for me, the other aspect was the clinical operations of it. And if you took it into, you know, how do you perceive the clinical ops on the ambulatory setting and also on the acute care side? On the acute care side of things, the transfer process, you know, given the geography and the location, that's that's always a topic that you know, has been a focus uh, and it's got, you know, a lot of focus right now with the setting of the the Transfer Steering Committee. We have a new director, you know, for the transfer center put in and a new medical director for the transfer process for the system. The goal uh, through the work of the transfer process is to enhance the overall experience of the patient and the provider in making it simple, fast, effective, so that you can have those complex care transitions happen when you need them. Uh, and again, you know, it, providers might find it surprising that the transfer process is not unique to 
you know, months in healthcare. It's a global issue that does present itself based on you know, concentration of services and also geography. For the ambulatory side, we've you know we've had discussions again through the uh, combined uh, meeting that we've had, where we've had you know uh, representation from the ambulatory side and across the East region with the the CMOs, the CEOs, and the CNOs uh, having a collaborative discussion. There has been some work identified on the the people processes side for how does the communication get to the provider. I think message center or the inbox for the ambulatory providers. That's a topic or an area that's being identified that can, you know, use some improvement. Work has been initiated and we plan to plug into that work and collaborate through that. And how do we communicate, get some physician and provider buy-in because you do need the end user to be part of the discussion. Without that, you know, we can come up with all these processes that, you know, we don't know if it'd be effective at the end of the day or not. So for me, those those are the you know, key aspects, you know, how do we perceive it? How do we go about setting up action plans uh, to effectively take those on? Right. Thank you, Dr. Naravatla. Tanya, I'm going to turn it back to you to maybe add to that kind of what you saw as some of the key themes in the survey. And in addition to, I think, what I heard Dr. Naravatla raise around communication, process improvements, and system transfers, what other kind of nuggets uh, do you want to raise that we identified that are going to be part of the action planning process? Yeah, you know, we definitely had some common themes across the health system and then within the regions. And to Dr. Naravetla's point, you know, when you combine those and look at them, you really see communication being a key theme that came out, the transfers, as he talked about, the other things that really come out of the the feedback and the comments was resources was another part of it. And resources were then those folks working alongside our providers in clinical settings and what that means for them. And then I think their global awareness of the changes in the workforce more generally across our communities, our hospitals, all of those settings, uh, the impact that has on their daily work that they're trying to perform for patients, and then also the broader impact of what that change in workforce and resource availability means to us in Northern Michigan and healthcare more broadly. So I would say that would be an additional one that I would call out. Um, Systemness, you know, Munson Healthcare is a relatively new system, you know, when you look at us compared to other health systems across the country. And certainly there are some members of our health system that have been partnered and uh, part of the system longer than others. But I've been with Munson Healthcare at the time of this podcast about six years, and we have grown exponentially in my time that I've been here. And I think Where we landed now is we're settling into the fact that we are now a health system. We've got all our hospitals, but how do we really work together? What does that really look like? And I know that our providers are feeling some of that uncertainty and wanting some of that clarity, which comes through in the survey. So who do I talk to about certain issues? Who do I report to? Who's my person? Uh, You're changing who's who now. I don't know. I used to go to this person and now I'm not sure. Uh, And please help me navigate because it's overwhelming um, to try to have to figure that out. uh, And it's frustrating for them. And I think that lack of systemness or the uh, maybe the youth of our system and how we're learning together really came out in our feedback. So systemness, communication, resources, transfers. And then always we hear about our electronic medical record and the challenges that that creates for our teams across the system. And currently in Munson Healthcare, we have 
multiple e EMRs that we're dealing with across our hospitals. We certainly have Cerner at the majority of our hospitals, but several of our other community hospitals are on different computer systems. And so they don't talk to each other the way that we'd really like for them to. And we have different systems in our outpatient practices. And that makes it harder for providers to do the work that they want to do every day to take care of patients and really have that seamless care delivery that they're looking for and ease of communication with each other on the care team. So those were the themes that really came out broadly. And as you look at each of the regions, we see more of that, more specifically those kinds of details within each community. So one of the things that I know that we'll be doing in response to this action plan is really aligning the work that we're doing in the region to those key themes we heard across the system around transfers, communication, resources, uh, electronic health record, all of those things, because they're system strategies for each of those. And we want to make sure the work that we do in the regions is supportive of those strategies and creates alignment for everyone. And I think we learned from the Great Place to Practice survey, and then also the Great Place to Work survey, which is the survey we do with all of our employees across Munson Healthcare, that resources is on everyone's mind. And I think we've all learned that the experience through COVID has really changed our workforce and impacted us pretty dramatically within healthcare. And because of the feedback we received through the Great Place to Practice survey and the Great Place to Work as a healthcare system, we're really now refocusing on a strategy around recruitment and retaining of talent for the health system and how that work that we'll do at a system aligns with work in our East region and our other regions within Munson Healthcare. So I think those are some of the other things that I would point out that I know we'll have action plans around. And then we'll also have some really specific things to particular hospitals in the East region or the East region as a collective where we know we can make a difference there. But those are really the big ones that I know we're going to try to tackle together. Great. Thank you, Tanya. And you did mention the Great Place to Work survey, um, which is a survey that our non-provider members of our healthcare team. So all of our staff take on an annual basis as well. Can you speak just, I know you, you mentioned the overlap as it relates to resources, but Tanya, do you want to speak just a little bit to what we identified um, as, far, as far as the findings for the Great Place to Work survey, in addition to resources where we may have had some additional overlap so that our action plans may be aligned with our providers as well as the rest of our healthcare team? Yeah, you know, thanks, Laura. I think it's no surprise that uh, what our providers feel, our employees feel in a very similar way across the organization. So there are common themes across great place to work and great place to practice. Um, communication always comes forward. Communication and presence of our administration and senior leaders is always front and center on those things. When we do the great place to work survey, which I think connects with that how administration is communicating with our providers on their survey. Uh, we also hear from our employees through Great Place to Work concern about our systemness as well. When we grow and evolve and change the way we do the work, it impacts them and they have uncertainty at times about who do they go to and why are we working as a region and um, can't we continue to do maybe the things we've always done at my entity and why is it so important that we now align the way we do our work with the healthcare system because it's just fine the way we're doing it today and some of those things that you know it's part of that growth of being a health system and we see that on both sides we see it with our great place to practice and our great place to work 
We also have questions on our great place to work around safety of the care that we provide and their confidence in safety. And I have to say on the great place to practice and on the great place to work, it is reassuring that all of our providers, majority of our providers and the majority of our employees feel very confident in the quality and safety of the care provided within Munson Healthcare. I think at the end of the day, that's what matters most to all of us. Are we giving high quality health care to the people in our communities, friends, family, neighbors, all of those folks that we have the privilege to take care of in Northern Michigan? And so, you know, on the positive side of somewhere where I think we're doing really well and excelling with Frontline and all of our staff and our vast majority of our providers and their feedback is a lot of sense of pride in the organization and the care that we deliver. So I would say those are probably some of the key overlapping areas, Laura. Great. Thank you, Tanya. Uh, and Dr. Nervetla, so as we as we sit here in the summer of 2021, we've initiated this action planning process. What can our providers in the East region expect to see over the coming months um, as it relates to those action plans or improvements in process? The first focus has to be communication as to, you know, what are the findings of the survey? You know, what do we identify as opportunities and what systems and work processes we've set up to, you know, work on those uh, opportunities and gaps? And how do we communicate that on what platforms locally and as a region and as a system? You know, for me, there's a lot of alignment in those opportunities and our strategies as a system, which, you know, enhances the work and provides us with a lot more tools and resources, which, you know, we may not be able to acquire as, you know, a lone standing rural hospital in Northern Michigan. So leveraging all of those, you know, tools, you know, that's what I would ask the providers to, you know, look for. Communication coming through from their departments, you know, their you know, section chiefs, you know, trying to discuss the results and areas of focus. You know, I can tell you, I've had, you know, one-on-one -on -one meetings with most of, uh, you know, the department chairs at Grayling Hospital, discussing the results, uh, identifying opportunities, asking them, you know, for the departments that have shown dramatic, you know, improvement, you know, uh, from survey to survey, what did they do that has, you know, enhanced the provider's experience and the feedback? And trying to, you know, f for me, I view my role as a commonality and connecting those dots into sharing, hey, this is, you know, something that was trialed and how how would that impact the work that you're trying to do, you know, with your department? And, you know, getting the, the focus on all of those opportunities and also getting the buy-in from the providers to be part of the the process to bridge those gaps. That's what I would, you know, ask the providers to, you know, anticipate and expect in, you know, various platforms that they have, that they would have these discussions. Thank you. So I'm going to start with Tanya and then Dr. Narvetla go to you just to really ask for any kind of closing comments or thoughts or anything that you want our listeners to walk away from this with as it relates to great place to practice in the East region. I would just say that I am just grateful for the participation that we've had in the survey the coordination and collaboration between all of the leadership in our East region who are coming together to do this work. I am very optimistic about the future of Munson Healthcare, the future of our East region. And I know that as our teams continue to collaborate across our staffs with our providers, 
and the entire healthcare team that Munson Healthcare is really going to be continue to be in a great place to serve our community. So just grateful for the opportunity to celebrate the great work that the East Region is doing with this survey. Happy to be here with you guys today and optimistic. All right. Thank you, Tanya. And Dr. Naravetla. You know, I would like to take this opportunity, you know, for the providers to know that, you know, we take the survey seriously. You know, we want and welcome their feedback uh, in participation, engagement, and, you know, as we shape, you know, Munson Healthcare, as we shape East, the East Region and Grayling, you know, to meet the needs of the provider and the patient, you know, the key stakeholders in, in the entire process. So trusting the process, you know, being open in communication and feedback. I think those are the, the key steps in, you know, as evolving, you know, as an organization at Grayling and also, you know, as a region and a system. Without the feedback, you know, we can put in a lot of processes and assume yeah, the results. But if, if the end user is not, you know, feeling the value or, you know, realizing the value of it, then we would like to adjust you know, the processes. And I think that's the uh, openness in communication and for them to understand it. That's what I would like for them to know. And again, I'll, I'll reiterate that the, the survey is anonymous. Thank you. I know that is always a frequently asked question and there's times where there's skepticism. It is anonymous. And I want to just reiterate again, one of the things that Dr. Naravetla said about how serious we we take the survey and how important this is to us. I can share that, you know, in many of the forums that I sit at as we're contemplating decisions and direction for the organization, I've heard uh, more frequently the, the comment, you know, what we heard in the Great Place to Practice survey, you know, what we see in the Great Place to Work survey. So what we're hearing from you and those comments, the results, those are, are, are really uh, factored into the decision-making at, at the system level as it relates to our strategies, how we're assigning our resources. So please know how important that feedback is and how it's utilized, not just for action planning at the regional level, but also as we debate you know, some of the challenges we're facing as an organization and as we shape um, our future strategies. Uh, so thank you both to Tanya and Dr. Naravetla. Um, really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you everyone for listening to today's episode. We hope that you have found this information insightful, helpful, and please subscribe to get notified when our next episode is available. Thank you again. Thank you for having us.